And so I called my boss to let him know I wasn't coming in. They was like, man, call the county because they'll they'll cut them up and use them for meat or whatever. Oh. So hey, I got my Peter, we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about taking a guy out of his misery, cutting him it's up. It's not us, meat. man. That's like it's man, you clearly were like, hey, did you take him out of his misery? Hey man, that's a, that's a good thing for Peter. Hey, hey Peter, know. did you blow his head off? <laughs> hey man, did you pop him? <laughs> nah, man, that's, that, Peter would appreciate that, man. Hey, Peter, did, did you empty the clip in him? <laughs> did you let him suffer, man? Peter would have hey, sent you, sent you a, a, a placard. Man, did you murk that mofo? <laughs> yeah, like he's trigger happy over here. Did you get so, out the? Did you get out the AR on him, Bill? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put in work on that motherfucker? <laughs> you got some deer jerky over there? <laughs> hey, beat up. Did you? Oh, man. <laughs> hey, what are, what are them Griselda cats? But did you boom, 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 boom? All them beat up. So I came back in the green car, man. Came around and uh, he was gone. Yeah, that's the family members to slice that mug up, man. You know, drug him. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Did yeah, you follow like, the blood trail to somebody's <laughs> yard? They're like, we good for the whole winter off of this. <laughs> Hops and Stocks podcast is presented by 100 Spoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. Welcome back to the Hops and Stocks podcast brought to you by 100 Spoke Media Group. This is episode 59. You got myself, you got Dub and Blast. Uh, Doug's feeling a little under the weather. Um, there's been some talk that you know, <laughs> he's boycotting a pod because nobody believed that. Oh, man, yeah, maybe he is sitting this out until cats, cats believe this story. <laughs> the cats oh. believe that that Coleman was coming to get him. <laughs> but hey, but his, like like B Dub said, his sisters his sister said it was facts, man. Yeah, he got the familiar cosign, man. So you know what I'm saying? We gotta believe him. You know what I mean, get well soon, brother. She definitely she definitely co-signed him. <laughs> hey, let me uh send a shout out to my son, Lil Will. Uh happy twelfth birthday, son. That's what's happening. Hey, happy That's birthday, all I got, man. man. Love you. I forgot you said he'd be influencing his little friends listening to the pod, man. <laughs> man. Yeah, so sometimes I see him turn it on YouTube, but I'm like, man, I don't know if, I don't know if you should be, you know, <laughs> show, showing this to your other 12-year-olds, man. <laughs> Wait, hey, man, this this beer looks like Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Guys be critiquing our reviews. <laughs> right. And he got one little friend uh, to be doing YouTube stuff. <laughs> He's sweet on the edits, man. Like, man, we might need to hire this cat. Hey, man, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take it. But, man, we, we've low-key been pre-potting for, like, the past <laughs> half hour. So. Yeah. Yeah, you missed all the good stuff. Yeah, you missed Sorry, all guys. the good stuff, man. Y'all probably get, about to get a bland-ass pot, but. Man, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> We're at, we might be out of material. <laughs> right, man. Y'all might just get a beer review on man, this Yeah, part, just right? a review and call it a day. Go ahead and wrap mm-hmm. this joint up. <laughs> But uh, like we always do about this time, man, let's kick it over to – you got a can? You got a bottle? I'm canned up. Mr. What's in this can? What you drinking on, man? Hold on. Let me push uh, yeah, that, that looked like uh, some Kentucky joint. It is. I like some barrel. So when I bought this, I had no idea what it was. I just was looking at the notes. But okay. when I was trying to get some notes about it, and I'm saying some 
before I reviewed it, um, realized this is the same spot me and E went to in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that uh, what's that, that uh, wooden wooden, wooden cast. cast. Okay, yeah, yeah. So this joint right here is from Wooden Cast. Like I said, it's from uh, Newport. It's called triple. It's a triple play porter. Now, normally, I am not a fan of porter. I am. Yeah, B Dub hates porter. But this is a um a double uh, bourbon barrel aged porter, which I've oh. never had. Okay. It has um it's aged in coffee beans, cocoa nibs, and vanilla beans. Okay. It's coming in at of a, a a robust twelve percent. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> hey, that, that's what we call a yeah. That's so what we call thing, a PP, <laughs> a potent porter. A, a potent porter. <laughs> so a good thing about my honey hole is they they really mainly specialize in local breweries. So you know in the surrounding areas. So I don't even know what this was, but uh, yeah, you know you can see it's got that wooden cask uh, theme to it. Ball like yeah. colors. All right, poured him up. I wonder with something like that, is it best to let it come up to temp too? Oh, uh oh. You know what? I didn't know. So I had it out. I'm like, man, this ain't no stout. It's a porter. Yeah. So hold on, let me just keep it on. Keep it on in here. Um, this is really good, dog. <laughs> mm. All right. Um, yeah. Shout out to the potent porters, man. I, I think uh, there's a genre that we might need to dive into a little bit more, man. Is you know the the people that treat porters a little bit more than stout light. Now, <clears throat> with that being said, I've never had a um, barrel-aged porter. So this is, I mean, I know they all can be brewed like this, but it's changing my opinion about porters. Off top, I get that coffee. It's strong with that 12%. Um, definitely taste the, the vanilla um, on, on the opening. Definitely that coffee bean type of uh, note. Um, you know you can't go wrong in a beer with that with that uh that coffee note. Yeah, it's strong. It's got a little uh, a little hint of sweetness to it. But this is a good beer, man. This is. Uh oh. It's four seven five. Mm. And you said you wow. did let it sit, or you drank it drinking it cold? I didn't. Just straight out the fridge. I had it out when I was looking at it to see what it was, but I put it right back in the fridge. Um. Yeah, man. Might have to check that out. How, how's the uh, how's the feel in comparison to a stout? Is it still a little lighter in the it, it, in the feel? A stout is a little bit more heavier. This still has that light in the ass type of feel to it because it's a porter, but it's, it has it, it didn't lose the kick. It has the kick of a stout, but it's not as heavy. Okay, um, it's not as complex either. You know, this only has three notes to it: coffee beans, vanilla, and uh, cocoa. But that's all you really need. Um, Are you getting a lot of the notes that they, or the three notes they put on there? Yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, they hit. They hit on this one. I can. I can easily get us a five. Mm. Um. Once again, this is Wooden Cast Brewing Company, Newport, Kentucky. So four seven five with a possibility of going up later in the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna right. see how this this porter sit. But if you're in that a Cincinnati area, that Newport area, go check them out. They might have this on tap. But I bought two of them, so. If I can get down there next week, I'll bring the one on. You are you are getting down here next week. <laughs> you no, know, I was involved in that car accident, man. My car beat up. <laughs> oh, shoot, that's right. Yeah, Bambi tore my, my ish up. <laughs> man, you got to get down here, man. Uh, Lil' Will is supposed to be joining us for the first time. I told him he could come along. 
Oh, where? See you in Toll's antics. <laughs> <laughs> Got to see if I can make it down there. He knows, he knows all the stories, but now, <laughs> now he's going to get to see him live. I still got my little uh my little picture, man. It's all water damaged up and everything. <laughs> oh, you kept the one that's messed up? Yep. <laughs> I paid for it. <laughs> I but she remade it for you too, right? Didn't she give you a new one? Did she make me a new one? I thought I thought I thought y'all made her draw a new one since she since the, the one I the, I might have left that one there, but the one I got has got water damage on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was such a clear pour of water onto the painting and doug was like man i i, I spilled it <laughs> story you're so loser man yeah once there was again, so much ink running off that page man <laughs> y'all get your hands on this man cop this wooden cast triple play porter as blast pp huh what's the price point uh four bucks oh that's good right. for 12 percent yeah yeah I'm, my uh, hh carries wooden cast I'm gonna, I'm gonna look and see if they got that one yeah triple play porter what you got there blast all right, I'm going to keep it local too, man. Uh, we're going to drive right across the bridge into the Natty and head north a little bit to over to Rhine. Uh, I got Rheingeist Inc. Imperial Stout. Show you the can work there. Mm -hmm. uh, this is uh, 10%. Says a silhouette of dark roasted malts shaded. Man, come on. Shaded with intricate notes of coffee, ripe fruit, and milk chocolate. This Imperial Stout is an Indelible design of rich, robust flavor. Ink leaves a permanent mark. So we're going to keep it going with the dark brew tonight. Man, I, I've had this thing poured up at least 20 minutes, and it's still got its suds on it. Mm -hmm. Coating the glass already, too. Oh, yeah. Pretty that good smell to it. Ryan guys normally ain't known for their stouts. So I wonder what this one's going to hit like. And you can see the comparison blast. Like, see how dark it was in? See how Man, this porter you see is? That, you see how, how much coats that's left? Yeah, this ain't got no coating to it. They still light the ass. <laughs> this, is, this is pretty good, man. I think I think I would have liked, and, and maybe, let me see, is chocolate? Yeah, milk chocolate was one of the notes. I think I would have liked maybe a little bit more on the sweet side, but you, you're definitely getting that heavy coffee. Um, they say ripe fruit, so yeah, I'm getting a little bit of that. And you're definitely getting chocolate. I, I really like the temperature that this has come up to and with the the head that's still on it, man, it, it really goes down smooth. I wonder if chocolate is just a just a general note in stouts. Are they in all stouts, the chocolate note? It seems like majority of them have it, but man, I don't know about all. So my kind of had a stout that didn't have that chocolate note in it. Man, this is this is really. I don't I don't know if I can say that I love the flavor, but I mean the temperature and the smoothness this is going down really makes it an an enjoyable drink. So I'm gonna give it a four, um, <laughs> and it's just an enjoyable experience, man. <laughs> like like I think you wouldn't be disappointed with this brew. And those of you who don't like the stouts as sweet, this one might be more for you. Like I wish it had a you know just a little bit more of that sweetness to it, but yeah, it's a smooth ass brew for sure. What's the ABV on it? Ten. Five dollar can. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna re up on this one, man. Y'all want one? Let me know. I'm gonna pass it over to E. 
Yeah, man, I'm kind of embarrassed by my brew now, man. Both y'all <laughs> double digs. Um, once again, I'm I'm trying to step outside the box. Oh, is this pills in her day? Nah, actually, I went with something different. So this is a, uh, it's called Death by Nostalgia, and mm. it is by yeah, that's a sweet name. Uh, yep. Nas Brewing Project. Nas, <laughs> not Nast. In oh, okay. Out of light. Shout out to Escobar, man. Oh, man. <laughs> nice shout out to Esco project. anyway. I think all of y'all like his new project. So shout Fire. out to Esco anyway. Yeah. Get your ears on that project. They're out of uh, Fort Monroe, Virginia. Oh, okay. Um, this is a Czech-style dark lager. Um, it's I think that's the same city as Oozle Finch. Uh, Fort Monroe? I think so. Okay. I've yet to get an Oozle Finch, man. Yeah. This is checking in at a puny four point one. Oh. I, I almost feel like I need to need to get something, grab something up out the thing. This double ditch, man. Oh, man, you done gave all you done gave all the stats. Now you got to drink it. You hit well, ball, the, only, man. The, the only thing that gets me in the club is, is a dark one. You know what I'm saying? What, what what kind of style is that again? So this is a Czech, like Czechoslovakia, Czech style dark lager. Um, okay. Yeah, man. I'm trying to. Go way outside the comfort 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 zone and try different ish. Um, so once again, it's dark. Looks like Pepsi, to be honest. Uh, let me see what what it's tasting like. Yeah, it's a good beer. Uh oh. Those aren't full sips. Oh man, they were. They were. This ain't bad. This is um. It's kind of porter ish. Um, but it's a dark lager, but I'm getting like burnt coffee notes. You know, Ooh. I wouldn't expect that out of a lager. You're getting that, that heavy carbonation and zing that you expect from, from lagers yeah. that you don't get from, you know, porters and stouts, but you're getting notes that you would find in like a porters and stout, uh, specifically coffee. Is that, was coffee on the can? They don't have any notes on here of what it's okay. supposed to taste like. Um, but that that's why it's shocking because when I think lager, you think light, you think crisp. Um and maybe I should have Google check style to see if that if coffee is a contributor to, to that style. Maybe it's brewed in coffee beans or something like that. I ain't hip. But you definitely get in the coffee note. Um I'm digging it. I'll give this a four. Okay. And then once again, death by <clears throat> excuse me, death by nostalgia, check style dark lager. Check it in at four point three percent. I mean, that's a little bit low on the ABV for mine. Uh, I want to say this is probably four or five bucks. So I'm typically a ABV whore. Four or five for one? Yeah, for the single. Mm. You know what I mean? So You paid a a dollar of an ABV out there. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) I'm always checking for high ABV. But once again, man, there's there's good beer at all ABV levels um, and all all different styles. It is, but... <laughs> don't lie. Like when you when you shopping and you you know you don't know what you're looking for and you started reading the back of the beer and if something is a four and if something is an eight, oh, I'm highly you're, you're gonna turn your nose up at the four. Like mm. uh, factual. Like if there's two beers on the shelf and I'm trying to choose between one, it's definitely coming down to the ABV. Yeah. Um, I just like high ABV. It's like I I want to get more bang for my buck. And more bang for your buck means getting blowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no argument there. I mean, we ain't out here drinking like, no disrespect to people who don't drink, but 
like non-alcoholic beverages. I just that ain't my bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, and craft non-alcoholic ain't cheap. Like craft non-alcoholic is. Oh nah, yeah, you're right. Like, like basic, uh, basic domestic brews. I had for a little bit there. I was buying like the UA non-alcoholic, and I think I bought somebody else's, and. They don't give you no discount for not having no alcohol in there. I'm like, damn, these joints is the exact same price as the the U UA stouts. I wonder if it's more of a tedious process to make it a non-alcoholic. Possibly, but I know that's a, a, a niche market, so they probably, I'm saying there ain't no competition. I mean, so you kind of almost price it at whatever you want. You got what, Odul's and then... Yeah. Um, Oh, dude's been in the game for years. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, oh, dude's been in the game for years. Yeah. Man. Um, uh, Heine got a Heine, yeah, is supposed to be a, a completely non alcoholic one. Most of them, if you look at it, you know, they'll have like a really small percent of yeah. alcohol still in them. So, like, if you don't have the alcohol in it, to me, beer is a, is a social drink. You know, you're drinking when you socialize and when you're out and about. If there's no alcohol in it, I'm like, where are they having it with their meals? Like, what, like, what are you, like, what are you doing with it? What, what setting are you having these <laughs> alcoholic? I, I would, and it's just just an assumption, because in my opinion, if you're not a beer drinker, I don't think you go for non-alcoholic because you don't. What's, what am I looking for? Like, if I if I had never tasted beer. I'm not going to start with non-alcoholic because I don't have anything to gauge it against. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like non-alcoholic is more or less for people who, who may be fighting addiction or, you know what I'm saying, recovering, but they still have that urge, but they don't want the side effects or, you know what I'm saying, the triggers that could like spark that addiction. That's, and then sometimes for me, like I said, I, I bought it because I just want to try it. And I like beer. And I Yeah, I, I think that's where I would fit in too because I, if if for whatever reason I decided, you know, to stop stop drinking, I think I would still enjoy that taste of yeah. beer. Like I, I think, you know, not not that we're like that, but you know, I, I think we all in and have gotten to a point where we enjoy the actual taste. You know, we don't we don't necessarily drink just just to, you know, um get smacked or whatever. I think when I'm buying a beer, you know, I'm I'm as excited are more excited really for the flavor than, you know, the actual feeling that it's going to yeah. give me. So, right. um, I, I think if, if I was to stop, I would definitely miss, you know, enjoying those flavor combinations. And I would still, you know, probably, I would probably pick up some of those, um, non-alcoholics. Right. You ate, uh, I wish more people did it, um, you know, to give you, give you a wider variety. At my HH, they have, uh, I don't know if it's a whole shelf, but you know they have a pretty good shelving unit, you know, devoted just to the non-alcoholic. So, mm -hmm. um, Untitled Arts, their IPA tastes just like an IPA, the non-alcoholic one. Yeah, like if you was to put them in two glasses and did a blind taste test, you wouldn't be able to tell which ones. That's a difference, yeah. That I thought they did that really good. I thought the stout that they had, it doesn't compare to their stouts. Um, it was really really light. And it kind of had more of a, a porter esque type taste to it. Yeah, um, makes sense. But but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised at this man. Like, it I don't know. We wasn't wild when we went to the brewery though. It was the summer we went. Yeah, like I don't remember being like, oh man, this this just a bunch of fire. 
Did y'all have that? I, I remember y'all didn't necessarily enjoy some of the joints that y'all had, but maybe that wasn't, you know, yeah. on the menu. I don't I don't know if it was to me, it wasn't a bad spot. I, I think we didn't have enough time because we were kind of pressed for time. Um, I think we were trying to meet y'all. Either we yeah, were trying to meet y'all, you y'all met up with me uh, afterwards, maybe at Listerman. Yeah, we had we couldn't really like sample as many beers as we would have liked to because we were on a mission to hit, you know, I'm saying multiple spots that day. Mm-hmm. But the flight that me and Eric had, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, there's a, there's a video of of some of those reviews that I sent you. Probably. Um, it, it, I, had, I had a decent flight. It was it wasn't bad at all. Um, decent little spot. Um, you know, the one that I got from them from my HH, I remember that one being, you know. Pretty really good. It, it was it was barrel age for sure, which I mean, you know, maybe maybe that's not playing fair because <laughs> barrel age is typically going to be fire. Yeah, Man, that's a, that's almost the cheat code, especially for people that that like bourbon. Yeah, um, I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all cheat code right here. Whenever you see something that says barrel age and it says series behind it, it's going <laughs> to fire. Uh, I got. I kind of want to open this. Um, So this is uh, it's called the Barrel Project, mm-hmm. Bourbon Barrel Stout by Tailgate, local Nashville. So it's been in the uh, it's been in a barrel between twelve and eighteen months. Imperial Stout, ten percent. Imperial's fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, if I had enough time to let it come up the tent, man, I'll drink it. But man, speaking of uh, barrel aged, or y'all cats uh, getting ready for the release of uh, what's the name of the spot? Bourbon County, you Bourbon count? County, yeah. Who who makes that? I can't remember. Goose Island, Goose Island, yeah. Y'all y'all ready for the goose? When is it? Black, Black Friday. Friday. So the twenty fifth. That's next Friday. Yeah, yeah. We basically yeah. got a week, man. I know, I know. He's got his spot. I talked with my uh, beer lady. She said uh, she's just trying to make sure that they're able to, you know, get the whole allotment. Be mm-hmm. dub, uh, you got a spot where you can cop. I don't know, but I'm gonna send some bread with each of everybody, y'all. Uh, Kroger's Inglewood gets them. Do they, bought, get the, do they get the variants? I've bought them from there before, um, including the variants. I don't know if they get all the variants, uh, but I know I've bought several years in a row. I bought Bourbon County from Kroger Inglewood. Are you I just gonna be up this way for the O State game, or are you? Who me? Yeah. Um, I haven't decided. I'm actually still trying to get tickets. Okay. Right now they uh, and that's because both of them are undefeated. So I figure if 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 one of them loses between here and and next week, the price will go down. Right now for three hundred level, it's like five fifty a ticket, and I want to take my son. So you're looking at, you know what I'm saying, not eleven hundred plus those fees, probably closer to thirteen hundred for the tickets. Man, fees fees is whack. Fees bro. is bullshit, man. man. <laughs> Fuck these. Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, real real talk, man. Like if, if I have the option, I would just go to the to the ticket counter and get my tickets, man. Like yeah. if we was in Orlando and we bought Orlando Magic tickets, like I got a good price on the actual seat. But I'm like the fees added added a significant amount to the game. I'm like, damn. Man. To me, to me, this game feels like, and I'm not not just saying that because both teams are undefeated, but it has that. 06 kind of feel, man. And I think with the two variant styles, because, you know, 
different styles makes a good fight. You know what I'm saying? This this is gonna be whose style comes on top. Is it can can we stop y'all passing or can y'all stop our run? Whoever can stop their bread and butter is gonna train. Yeah. We yeah. cannot get into a track meet with O State. And that's what their bread and butter is. If we get into a track meet with y'all, we ain't we can't play catch up. Because you know, is your um is your backup quarterback hurt? Yeah, he's done for the season. He's done, okay. He's done. All right. Yeah. I'm curious to see how you know the the young guy will react in a bit. And I mean, he's he's met every challenge so far, so no reason to think he won't. But you know, this we all know this is a different ball game. You know, I you know me and Eric go back and forth. Me me and Doug go back and forth. But you know, I, I respect those things. You know what I'm saying? They have a good they have a good team. You know what I'm saying I ain't gonna take nothing away from them. Their receiving core that's what scares me the most. I'm not really too nervous about the running backs, albeit they are good. What scares me is the receivers. Even if you take Harrison away, they still have two good receivers left. <laughs> and if you bring in Jigba back into the fold, it's just another yeah. element you have to contend with. And our DBs, you know, they haven't seen nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. anybody that goes up against the monsters is just up for a big challenge. I mean, one dude is six <laughs> four and he catches everything moving. You know, I think our, our DBs are like the tallest might be six. We got one that's probably like five ten, five five nine. But you know, it, it, I'm anxious to see what you know. What I'm saying how this plays out and how the the committee is going to dick the one who loses. You know what I'm saying, man. Real talk, and this could be because if you look at like, and we had once again we talked about this for thirty minutes pre pod. Um, <laughs> When you look at college football and you look at the landscape of college football today, the top 10 real talk is trash. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not – and I don't want to say trash meaning that everybody stinks. Yeah, it's, right. it's not the best top 10 that we've seen in, in college True. football. True, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, a different top 10. You know, it, it's – I feel like you could actually – other than Georgia, who's – and I still – I'm not the biggest Georgia fan, but they were ranked number one to begin the season, and they haven't yeah, – they, they've been pretty. they've been pretty yeah. consistent. They haven't done anything to to take away from that number one, but in my opinion, everybody else, any given week is you can plug and play. Like there's to me, even Ohio State, and I'm an Ohio State fan. Yeah, I don't think we solidified a number two spot. I think we're number two because we started off as number two, number three, and we haven't lost. Um, I'm realistic, and I was telling you, know what I'm saying, Cass in pre pod that you know, what I'm saying the last three games, Sans Indiana, but to me that doesn't count. Like, Ohio State hasn't looked like a dominant team. Um, a lot of that is injuries. They Ohio State wants to be balanced. They started the season trying to be balanced and then had injuries to both of their top backs. But I do like uh, the young kid out of Memphis, um, Hayden, that played last week. I don't think he's big enough to, to carry 20, 30 times. Um, you know what I'm saying? As a freshman, he still needs to put some more meat on his bones. But – Last week they rushed for 360, but that was against Indiana. So that's not something you get excited about, like, oh man, we 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 back. You know what I'm saying? We're not back until you have a healthy Travion and a healthy Mayan. And in my opinion, Mayan has played better ball than Travion this year. Like Mayan looks like a, a beast. What's the, um, Are either of them going to be ready? That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the what's the prognosis on either or? Um, from what I was reading this week, neither is is seriously injured, and I think it's uh, they're just trying to save them until the last week of the season. Yeah. 
You, know, you, might, you might have to have one going into the Maryland game, but yeah, you need to definitely one of them should be rested. It's funny because you basically, I'm just speaking on Michigan, Ohio State. You basically play the season and you hold back certain things for one game at the end of the season. For exactly. one game. Yeah. I guarantee y'all going to see a whole bunch of shit. And it's going to be vice versa that y'all haven't seen in other games. Like we're, we've probably been vanilla for so long. Yeah. Just and so I don't get a good look. <laughs> I, I mean, I want to ask you guys, like even, even to the winner of that game, do, do you think you're ready for, for the playoffs in the title game? Last year on, when they matched us up against Georgia, I knew Georgia was a better team. Yeah. I knew it. I, I listened to a lot of Michigan homers, and they put their pants on the same way we do. I'm like, man, they have a better fucking team, dog. Man, yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I mean, I how many dudes from that team went to the league? Off of Georgia or Michigan? Yeah, off of Georgia. They had the number one player, didn't they? They had they a did. bunch of players go. The number one player? That, especially off that defense, man. Yeah, and the the, the star linebacker, what's his name? Nakobe Dean, he doesn't even play. <laughs> Doesn't play. He's a yeah. dog. I mean, I think you throw out a lot of stuff when you when that game comes about. And this is this this is what scares me is I think y'all gonna have a little extra factor because of what we did to y'all last oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna be they're gonna be lathered up and ready. If it's, if it's and once again, I, I look at if Ohio State is healthy, I think Ohio State a healthy Ohio State can beat anybody because the mm -hmm. offense, the defense is Marketably better than last year, and the offense is high powered. Like you, if you have a healthy uh, Jackson, if you have a healthy, um, well, Harrison hasn't been hurt, but a healthy receiving core and two healthy running backs, and Kay Stover has been playing lights out it from the tight from the tight end spot. Yeah. Like the offense, they're legit, and the defense is a lot better than what they were. Um, now we haven't pay played any high powered offenses. There's not really any high powered offenses in in the Big Ten mm -hmm. um, that I can think of. But they've they've Maybe Maryland. Huh? Maybe Maryland. <laughs> Maryland this weekend, so we'll we'll see. Um, but once again, I, just overall looking at college, I wouldn't be shocked if anybody in the top seven won the championship because I just think is there's no <laughs> – like I said, Georgia, because they started off number one and they haven't looked sus the entire year. I mean, they beat a high-powered Tennessee – um, and I think how Tennessee jumped them because they had beat Alabama and they looked good doing it. Well, I won't say look good, but uh, you know what I'm saying? They dropped a 50 spot on them. But then they 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 basically dismantled them. So the defense is still there. Um, and then you look at a, a Tennessee offense versus a off Ohio State offense, like it's, you know, comparable styles of offense. You know what I'm saying? They can throw the ball, run the ball, put up a bunch of points. So you would have to give Georgia the nod from two on down I don't know. I, I I know we belong in the top four. You know what I'm saying? And I think that if we if we're on that stage, we're not gonna get shellacked by anybody. Yeah. I mean I, I, I agree with that. I'll say I'll say that uh I know you said you wouldn't be surprised for anybody in the top seven. I, I'm I'm gonna put it out here right now. TCU ain't winning that. I, okay, yeah, you you're right. <laughs> but once again, I think TCU, and that's what I was talking about earlier, TCU is a is a product of college football's week this year. True. Yeah. They're, yeah. They, to still your have, point. they still have Bama hanging around, man. Bama ain't looked like Bama in all season. 
You know why? Because <laughs> Bama yeah, but believes- neither neither of you guys are out here yelling, "Bring on Bama." I would say bring on Bama, but yeah, I'm, right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, right. it. You know, and you mean to, but I'm tell you why I wouldn't say it because that means we're not playing in the playoffs because they're not making it. So nah, don't bring on Bama. Well, what rank is Bama? They're number like seven. Nine. What are they? I thought they were seven. Man, you know, you know the committee loves some Bama, man. You know what? And I, I don't respect this committee, man, because I think they moved the goalposts and they tried to create the playoffs like. Not organically, but they try to like manufacture the playoffs. Like, let me ask y'all this, man: Is there a path for a two-loss LSU to get to the playoffs? They would have to beat Georgia in the SEC title game. If they win that game, LSU would have beat Bama, Georgia, you know, a couple other SEC teams with their two losses to being the Tennessee. I think they got smacked by Tennessee. And maybe one other SEC. Oh, no, they lost Florida State first game of the year. Well, I think if TC, TCU loses, then you don't have a representative from the Big 12. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that that leaves room. TCU, for... man, I'm sorry. TCU can't be in, man. They're, right, that's what I'm saying. So They're just going to be in to get smacked? Yeah, we know <laughs> nobody's coming out of the Pac-10 or Pac-12. No, nah, that, that's not facts, man. USC, you don't think USC, one loss USC? No. Who did lose to was it Oregon? Utah on the road. And Utah, Utah might be t- Utah might be top ten. And they had two losses, right? I'm not sure. I just don't think they respect the is it the twelve or the ten? Pac twelve? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Pac twelve. I don't think the Pac twelve gets respect. <laughs> Y'all cats think- are gonna have to deal with that USC every year pretty soon. Man, we ain't worried about them. They, <laughs> Man, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you because their downfall to in my opinion. Their downfall is going to be travel. When they have to come across the country, like that's <laughs> going to impact them players, man. Like they might have a sweet team, but we've even seen it in the NFL where teams come all the way across country, play a one o'clock game, yeah. and not ready. And I mean, they're not going to make them play it at noon. At noon, they're going to probably put y'all at four if if they come across country, man. But that's that's not that's the TV that that dictates that, right? Like the big yeah, a lot of times the TV will try to accommodate for the West Coast teams and give them the four o'clock on the East Coast, but uh, I, I don't watch a lot. I mean, of you're talking about you're talking about like a nine o'clock tip off if these guys <laughs> are playing at noon. I'm just saying, I mean, you, you can't penalize us. Cause I, don't we, even, I don't even know what time you time. you would have to get up to to be a nine o'clock tip off. What time are you at the stadium? Six. <laughs> That's just gonna look weird, man. Having those dudes in the conference, like. I mean, I, I, I don't really care about UCLA, but man, USC is a nice brand to, to have. USC, Michigan, USC, Ohio State, those are going to be must watch games, man. Yeah, but we used to playing them in the Rose Bowl. So who are we playing the Rose Bowl now? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, with the playoffs, you know, the, is, is the bowl system even really like that anymore? They still try to match it up when. When it's when it's the Rose Bowl, yeah. When it's the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, yeah. Usually, but usually, if, if the Rose Bowl ain't in the playoffs, I'm like, you getting secondhand Big Ten, secondhand Pac-12. Yeah, they still try to. Like I said, I think they still try to match it. But uh, once again, uh, the college football season is it's been, in my opinion, kind of down. Um, it's been entertaining though. Yeah, it was, well, sure. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. It's, I mean, it's almost over. Uh, yeah, we all gonna be moping around. We're gonna come, be from January. We all gonna be, be sad. We gonna be yawdy in a minute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we can't wait for for 
spring game to come, and then. <laughs> you know, so I'm I'm enjoy these last couple weeks and take it for what it's worth. Um, Let me ask y'all, who's on the uh, other side of the Big Ten for the championship game? Man, does anybody that know? That side is a joke, man. I, <laughs> it's it, probably going to be Purdue, Purdue or Illinois. Uh, hey, I'll be interested to watch Illinois. I, I I don't think I've seen them all year. I've kind of been skeptical, although I haven't watched them. you can't hate on Bielema, man. What he did with Wisconsin, uh, I feel like he, you know, kind of missed his step a little bit in Arkansas. I mean, I mean, the SEC is a monster, man. It's kind of hard to just be like, all right, I'm going to run over you in the SEC. But I'll be interested to see what he's got in Illinois. That dude, you know, one thing you know is he's going to bring power football. So I still think there will be a path for two Big Ten teams in the playoffs. Because when you look at I'm, it. I'm praying if, for that. If Ohio, State, <laughs> if, if Ohio State and Michigan is a barn burner and it comes down to, you know, field goal or something like that. And I think more, I think it would be more favorable if, Michigan were to lose because they they played an no. away game. I think, I, think Michigan, I think Michigan needs to win. We have to win to get in. Y'all y'all can lose and still get in. Yeah, because y'all higher. Y'all higher. I, I agree I with still, B-Dub. But it, when you look at it, y'all would have one loss versus all the other one-loss teams, which there's only, what, one other one, right? Actually, Tennessee. No, Tennessee is one loss or two? One. No, they two. Yeah, no, they, no, they, they just got one loss. They got one loss. They got one loss. They got one. I don't think Tennessee jumps back in. Yeah, I, I mean, trying to put them back in. Uh, assume, <laughs> assume Georgia wins and Georgia's in, then you know it's everybody else. It's going to be Georgia and LSU. I mean, if if Georgia loses to LSU, that that probably makes the SEC a a two conference bid with LSU which, and Georgia. Which would, yeah, and that would probably hinder the Big Ten at that point. I just think our. Our fall from grace, our, we don't have that much. The window is smaller. We're at three. We can only drop one spot and still be in. Y'all are two. Y'all can drop the four. Yeah, because, I mean, he, depending on what Notre Dame and Penn State do, you have two quality wins out there. But in my opinion, like, you don't get to play. Especially Notre Dame might knock USC off, which would help help y'all too. Uh, help either either of you guys. It would help. It'll help. It'll help old state. Even though I think Clemson is trash, but it, no way though, Clemson's getting in, man. They can't let. They, I don't think Clemson can recover from that Notre Dame loss. They tried to, man. Shout they out tried. to the Irish, though. Yeah, ACC is. They they not getting no no representatives, man. It's really Big Ten SEC, man. <laughs> like everybody else is is fighting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess. You need TCU to lose because there, there's no way you can keep out an undefeated TCU. Undefeated, yeah, conference champ, and they put yeah. a lot of stock in conference champs. Who? Yeah, they do. Who, what's the remaining schedule? You know, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm, I think Kansas right. State is pretty good. But they, they already beat everybody else. Yeah, they already played Texas. They played. Did they already play they Oklahoma? Played Oklahoma. I don't know if they played them yet or not. Oklahoma's trash, man. Man. <laughs> Yeah. It's a lot of like blue blood teams out here that's just trash this year. I mean, could y'all imagine Alabama having four L's and they should probably have four L's this season, man. Yeah. Man, but I, I, you know what? And I think we may need to change the narrative, man, because we keep saying trash, but maybe it's parody. 
because college historically yeah. Bama has just been, you know what I'm saying, throttling everybody and SEC has been throttling everybody. And now that, you know what I'm saying, you're and I this may be a spinoff of the NIL where Bama's not getting everybody. You know what I'm saying? You Yeah. And and I, I was listening to Cowherd. He said that uh you know, Saban Saban's run was partially due to the other schools not having their ish together. Like Georgia always had mass talent. They just didn't have the right coach. Mm-hmm. And once uh, you know, Kirby came in, I mean he took the he took the recruiting to another level, but he also took the coaching to another level. Yeah. Now you got the cat at Tennessee. Um, you know, hopefully he hopefully he can recruit, but it's he definitely can coach. I mean, just look at their quarterback, dog. <laughs> yeah. Bennett? I'm like, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Lane Kiffin can coach, and he can recruit. Uh, shit, Brian Kelly is doing his thing at LSU. It's it's more competition in the SEC now, man. Yeah, and and you think like Florida is down? If Florida ever gets a a, a decent coach in there, they're gonna be up again. So let me ask you this, E. And this is just because you're a Buckeye fan. <laughs> Here we go. An alum. This not even a. A Bugazi question. I don't know. If Day loses to Michigan two consecutive seasons. Two in a row. Two in a row. What's what's the what's the temperature in that locker room on that campus? Um obviously because there's they've been on a historical run, but I mean Cooper lost what eight? I think Cooper was no Cooper was like one ten and one or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm but and, but Cooper was competitive every single year. He was bringing in national talent and he was winning every game but that game. I don't think the heat turns up on day where you people are gonna start calling for his head, but I think it's gonna get a little warm under his butt. You know what I'm saying? Based upon the talent that we've had during his tenure, I believe yeah. I believe he should have had one by now. But I'm also you know what I'm saying putting him up against Trestle, who won one in the first three years, Meyer, who won one in the first three years. And in my opinion, Day has had comparable for sure, if not better talent than both of those. Better talent than Trestle, for sure. Better. Yeah. He had he has the better quarterback. He, he doesn't have the better running backs. He doesn't have the better defensive teams. He's – he has better – offensively, for sure, they're, they're better. Yeah, defensively they're, is where we've struggled over in since the day tenure. But actually – Yeah, during, yeah the, de- the defense has taken – it's not Ohio but, State defense last – it, it, it struggled it struggle with Meyer, Meyer's last two years. Now, I mean, we would have that – True, stand, true, true. We would have yeah. that standout D lineman, you know, a Chase Young, the Bosa brothers. You know what I'm saying? We, we would have one or two stars, but the overall defense has been down, honestly, since Trestle. Yeah, yeah who, is, who is the star on that defense? Steel Chambers? Uh, well, Steel Chambers, I don't think Steel Chambers is like first round. In my opinion, it's, um, I like Mike Hall on D-line. Um, Eichenberger's, I don't, well, I'll be shut. He, he might be, you know what I'm saying, high high draft pick, the, uh, the, the linebacker. Harrison, then, um, you like Harrison on DN? Harrison, man. Harris, so, in my opinion, here's my overall assessment of Harrison. He has played light years ahead of his first three years, but he, in my opinion, he's a bust because he came in as a five five star recruit. He was supposed to be the next, you know, what I'm saying Chase yeah. Young, Bosa brother, and he hasn't lived up to it. But I think this year he is playing a lot better. 
Is Mike Hall the D tackle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that dude absolutely killed us. Now, in fairness, our starting center was out that game, but golly, that dude was killing us up the middle. I'm like, man, and who see, is this guy? That's where the battle is going to be played right there. It's going to be in the trenches because our old line is monsters, dog. We probably got the better old line than we had last year. Um, our, our D line ain't bad. I mean, yeah, I, I ain't say it was bad, but I'm just saying like our old line and we're and we're we're beat up right now. We're playing second and third string, and we're still mauling people running the ball. Mike, um, not Mike, Corum is all of five nine. He's listed at two twelve. He's probably like maybe two hundred. And he's just—I think he's third in rushing in, um, in college. I think I think he might be first in touchdowns. And he gets thirty carries a game, dog. He's durable. The him the thing with him is he tucks behind them big ass linemen, and you can't find him. Can't find him. <laughs> on the other side. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's, he's like Mike the, Hart with some speed. Yeah, that's the worst type of running back to play against because they tuck in behind the linemen. You don't see them, and when they pop out, they're gone. They pop out mm-hmm. on the other side and you're, they're at the second level. Yeah, yeah. He's just like one man, one man left to beat. And yeah. I think where it's going to be really won, I mean, we're going to run the ball regardless. Even if y'all stop it, we're going to run the ball. Y'all mm-hmm. secondary is not that good to me. And our and we don't throw – our downfield passing isn't that good. So that's – whoever can make that adjustment or step it up on that end is going to win the game. JJ has a problem. Well, I guess it's not really a problem because we run the ball so good. He doesn't really have to throw it downfield. But when we do, he misses. And y'all's y'all secondary isn't that good. So I think if if either or can make that adjustment, that's gonna be it's gonna be huge next week, man. Hooker, up, or, or, hooker can, but ransom is good. Our safety. I'm talking about your corner though. They they sus. Denzel Burke was supposed to be first round. He I don't know what happened to him, man. Cam Brown, uh, he's Brown. the you know I'm yeah. saying like he got exposed last year. Like it's just this this secondary isn't it, what it what it what it has been. The thing and about rec- the secondary though is th- a, 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 compared to other secondaries, the most recent ones, they are in the right spots. You know what I'm saying? We had so many blown coverages the last three years. It was just like, what are y'all doing? So they give they they may give up a few big big plays, but they're not getting you know what I'm saying Toastmaster City like the past three. Yeah, I knew that, but you know, like I said, we don't we don't throw the ball well downfield. We run the ball, so you know, and those corners tackle. You know, we got two good running backs. I, I think we had the two best running backs in the league. Yeah, this is my um, opinion. Yeah. No. We definitely have we definitely have the best running back in the league. <laughs> you talking about the Big Ten or Corum? Big Ten, Big Ten. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see how you could argue that with Corum. Corum better uh, than Ibrahim. Yeah, he has more yards, more touchdowns. He has he's a better. Uh, I, I didn't ask you about stats. I just asked you, do you think he's better? Yeah, I think he's better. Who, who is the catch you talking about? He from Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, okay, he runs hard. He runs hard. B Dub, uh, you're you're totally out of a vehicle, man. I mean, it's beat. <laughs> like, y- 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 y'all seen the pictures, man. Like, hey, you got to get a rental car and come down, man. Are or, you getting or the hell, hell maybe, uh, maybe, we, maybe we're coming fix? to you. Yeah. But you know when they can get it in, though? Well, like February? <laughs> Damn near. <laughs> you said, Damn. <laughs> Damn near. Hey, well, I just, 
How much Canada. space is in your how much space is in your crib, man? Maybe we're coming to you this time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all can watch it here, but you know. Come in to your city. And you know what? The thing about it is Tia got another car, so I used Tia's car and her battery went dead. <laughs> so hey man, I, I might have to rent this cat a car so he can come down. <laughs> hey, the, the, I, mean, the, I, I can't think of the last time we we weren't together, man. I know. <laughs> And then look, the tow truck guy came. And he he jumped yesterday and started. He's like, "Man, it ain't your alternator. It's, it's the battery." I'm like, "All right." He's like, "Man, just drive it around for a little bit. And you should be good." So I told T because T wanted to tow back to her crib. I was like, "Man, I don't make no sense to get a tow. This is your battery." She's like, "All right." I said, "I mean, I keep starting it every day. That you know, what I'm saying keep it keep it going." So I drove it around a little bit yesterday. I parked it. This morning I got up. I tried to start it. <laughs> I gotta give it a little gas and, and it started up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right. So I went to work, came home, I <laughs> started up. It's dead. <laughs> Man, if y'all don't if y'all don't put fifty and fifty together and get a new I battery. So the, the tow truck guy was like, he's like, man, they taxing for batteries now. He's like, man, you ain't paying less than three hundred for a battery. Oh, shit. Damn. Man, but it's, it's some spots they used to sell used batteries. I don't know if they still around. I told T, I said, man, I got AAA, man. I get a free battery every year, so I'm not going to deal with that, man. I were? I didn't know they did that. Yeah. And I got friends and family. If you got friends and family, I get a new battery every year, and my, my friends or family get one every year if I used it. Oh, man, hook her up. Oh, get her a battery. I just used it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she she showed. <laughs> you just missed out. <laughs> yeah. I just used it, man. You, that you, that you, car you, you used it for some non-family is what you're saying. No, I use it for me. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You still got the green car? Yep, but shit, I ain't drove in like two weeks. That that, that battery probably dead. Now you got a week to get your shit together and get down here, man. I got to see. Figure, figure it out, man. I got, yeah, I definitely got to see what's up, man. Maybe, hey, maybe this is what I need to ask, man. Did the deer die? Okay, so I don't know what it is about deer, but they, they are attracted to headlights or something. So I'm driving, and I'm the only one on the road. This is I got to be at work at 8.30, so I, this is probably like 7.45. I'm driving. I just see this big figure in the woods, <laughs> and he don't hit me straight on. He's about to come in my window. <laughs> so that's where he hit me at. He hit me on the, on the uh, right here on, the, on my driver's side. All I heard was boom, but my car heavy, so it don't really move. So I'm like, Damn, he tore my shit up. I'm like, man, should I keep going or <laughs> around? I'm like, fuck. So I pull out in a little spot and look at it. Damn, he tore my shit up. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I ain't going to work. So I turn around and shit. I come back. He's in the middle of the road. He just huh. he's twitching. He's trying to get up. I think his legs is broke. He's, he's trying to get up. He's trying to get up. I'm like, damn, feel sorry for him. <laughs> I'm saying I'm like, his misery? Huh? Nah, so I parked the car. <laughs> what are you talking about, E? Nah, you can shoot him. They'll put him out of their misery. Yeah, he's he wasn't going nowhere. So and... probably, that's honestly if the police came by, that's what they would have did. Damn. Somebody did because when I was driving back, people was in a house was just waiting. They was just like waiting, like looking at him, like I guess they was just waiting for him to die or whatever. So he's I in the middle boss, of the road. Huh? He's in the middle of the road at this He's point. in the middle of the road, like in, like in where the median should be. And so I called my boss to let him know I wasn't coming in. They was like, man, call the county because They'll they'll cut them up and use them for meat or whatever. Oh, so hey, I got my Peter. We apologize. 
We're talking about taking a guy out of his misery, cutting him it's up. It's not us, man. That's a, like it's man. You clearly were like, hey, did you take him out of his misery? Hey, man, that's a, that's a good thing for Peter. Hey, hey Peter, did you blow his head off? <laughs> hey, man, did you pop him? <laughs> nah, man, that's, that, Peter would appreciate that, man. Hey, Peter, did you empty the clip in him? <laughs> did you let him suffer, man? Peter would have sent, sent you a, a, a placard. Man, did you murk that motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, like he's trigger happy over here. Did you get so, out the did you get out the AR on him, Bill? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> did you put in work on that motherfucker? <laughs> you got some deer jerky over there? <laughs> hey beat up, did you Hey what what are them Griselda cats but did you boo 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 on him beat up? <laughs> So I came back in the green car, man. Came around and uh, he was gone. Yeah, that's the family members to slice that mug up, man. You know, drug him. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Did yeah, you follow like, the blood trail to somebody's yard? They're like, we good for the whole winter off of this. <laughs> I, actually, I, I was looking for my blinker because <laughs> he took it off. <laughs> oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, he probably smashed that. But yeah, they, either he, he got up and ran into the woods or they, they drug him into the garage and you know, he got the JD treatment. <laughs> they burgered up. <laughs> have you ever had venison? I I have not. No, it's it's not bad. My uh, grandfather um, used to do uh, like venison roasts um, every year. He allowed people to hunt on his land, and so they would always, you know, saying bring him some like butchered deer at the end of the season. Gotcha. Um, but it's 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 kind of gamey. It's it's a little different, but it's it's decent. I still have yet to have anything that's that's gamey. Like I I hear people say something is gamey, and I'm I'm just like I don't know what that means. When you it's it's not explainable because there's nothing that you would have tasted that yeah. I can say hey it reminds you of because it doesn't. Yeah, you you honestly you would know it as soon as you taste it. Like okay. bison don't taste like beef to me. It it's more yeah. see, see I, I've had bison and it it didn't it didn't strike me that differently it, it was it was good for sure but it didn't strike me as like mm, I know I'm eating something different it's one of them I had it in uh, Columbus man it was, it was eh. it's one of them notes man it's it's and it's not necessarily it's to some people it's off putting but venison yeah like it don't taste like steak it don't like how, it, how did you have it. I've had it in I've had it in summer sausage. I've had it as roast. I've had it as steaks. Like I had it several different ways. Um, I used to have vendors from uh, up north that would send down like uh, summer sausage okay. with the cheese and crackers and all that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's different. I, I can't say I'm in love with it, but I mean I would I would eat if it was around. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is about deer, man. They just they they just run out in front of cars, man. But it wasn't like somebody spooked him because there wasn't no cars around. He just came out of nowhere. Like, and man, the thing I, about it is, and I don't know what it is, but I keep seeing this fucking deer, man. Like, <laughs> like I'm imagine just driving, you just see a fucking deer just come about to come through your window. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, was, was he horned up? Nah, like he was a younger. He was just getting it. I'm like, what man. the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> man? I. Uh, I was jogging the other day, and I seen a deer. And uh, nine times ten, when you running, the deer gonna take off, right? Because they usually like scared yeah. of humans. This deer kind of like posed at me. It was like, 
<laughs> you man, like gave me a head nod, man. I was like, man, and I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm a, I'm a jog past him, and he gonna like lift me up off my feet. <laughs> like, yeah. I kind of like slow my jog, and he kind of looking like, like what up? And I'm like, man, this, I think this deer got beef, right? I'm like, okay, I'm gonna let me sprint past this mug. And as soon as I started sprinting, he took off back into the woods. I'm man, like, <laughs> me, me, Doug, and and little Will came up on the deer and and Doug's ride. Dude did not move. He was just staring dead at Doug. <laughs> He's like, it's whatever, man. Hey, man, if the deer, like, if you was on the street and a deer approached you, like, if he just went wild on you, there's nothing you could do. They strong as all get out, man. Hey, man, you know, you know how we used to be in the studio late night um, when I lived at my condo, which is by a wooded area. Like, I, I think we got home when the sun was rising or whatever, and. I'm getting something out of my trunk. And, you you know, you had that feeling that something is staring at you. <laughs> like, I just kind of looked to the side. It was like 20 of them mugs. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm out here in a bad way. <laughs> These cats decide to rush me. I'm out here in a bad way. <laughs> Dude, yeah, man. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this joint up, man. We uh we pulled a pot out of our ass, man. Boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once again, we want to thank y'all for joining us. Hops and Stocks Podcast, episode 59. Signing off. Peace. Hey, B Dub, did you Swiss cheese that deer? <laughs> 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 podcast is presented by hunter smoke media group we encourage our listeners to drink responsibly please note we are not financial advisors we do not offer or provide financial advice trademark copyrighted by hunter smoke media group